We are the Why Not Podcast. There it is. How you living, how you living, how you living, how you feel. Hey, yo, 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 can you hear me? Are you motherfuckers hearing this shit? What is this? What you are. My eyes have seen the glory. Shout out to experimentations, live experimentations. Live, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Cause all behind the scenes, nigga. Sometimes it's shit from a different day. You don't know. You just know it's hype. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Is it is is it okay to just break like recording rules? You know, just like have a snack on the show. As long as you don't make nasty, disgusting eating sounds on the mic. I love Indian food, but my bowels is like, no. This shit is like, hot, 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 Four liters of water, cold water. Afterwards, in between shit shifts. I don't know what the hell. And my stomach goes on fire the whole time. Instant heartburn, nigga. Instant heartburn. Fucking instant hiccups, nigga. That's what the, <laughs> the fuck hiccups you get, are nigga. so annoying. It's Joburg. A makeover. Bro. It's Joburg. They don't really have Indians. The same way it's Olamazoo. That's a cool. And you can they, see into the kitchen. They're Indian in the kitchen. Yeah, area. they're Joburg Indians. I don't give a fuck. They're Indians, but like, what That's I'm why it's not the same. We are the Why Not Podcast. Originality is a myth born of ignorance. In a sense, we are all samples not clear. Sourcing our nature from events throughout the years. Years gather information even when we're not listening. I see blind, transmit to each mind. Refurbished characters, subconscious designed anew. Askew from prior position, subtle changes, you really fathom estrangement. It's called growing up in layman terms, came a long way from a small grain of sperm, a worm in a womb whom slowly took form, took from gene pool and broke out the waters. Into existence, stems utterly shook, newly born infants are unshaded coloring books. Action speaks where there's no language, passion peaks, father uses strength to advantage. A student taking notes in her crib, each blow stored in the folds of her character. No sort of amateur feelings are ingrained and baton from birth latched on with a name. Equipped with instinct, evolve till in sync with your environment. We blend, we bend with time and distance.
I don't know today, bro. I just feel like, you know, I ain't got too much energy. I ain't too hyped. Hey, bro, that's why I'm smoking this joint, bro. I just chilling, bro. Yeah. Just kicking yeah. it, bro. I ain't even, we ain't even gotta be. Yeah. Maybe uh, let's 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 try and have like some conversation. So, um, the conversation you and I started outside about, you know, making it a habit to have, to reach out, you know, and uh, what do you say, uh, pour out fe- your feelings. Yeah, motherfucker, pour out your feelings to a motherfucker that you know cares about you. Because you don't just do this to anybody. Yeah. You have your list. You have your set network. You have your list. And you go about it the right way. Yeah, no, I think I do that. You know? Um, I just don't know, you know, how productive. Oh, I mean, I have enough examples to know that it actually is it's a good thing. That exchange of energy, especially when you realize that you're not the only person experiencing it. When you talk to somebody and somebody can like say something that makes you feel like, oh, okay, I you understand my experience, so I can take your perspectives, you know. Uh, but it's like, uh, I'm not trying to be like. You know, reliant on that. On what? On like that confirmation before I could move forward. Okay. That's so a it's personal like, thing. You can not need that or not do that personally, but still be doing the same thing of reaching out and pouring out. Yeah, I think I do it, bro. I think I do it. I feel like I do it sufficiently. I think that's where you and I differ. Your perspective of the ninety ten, you know what I'm trying to say. I think that's where we we differ. Um, um, I feel like I genuinely, and I've always had people there. I just had always never felt the urgency of like staying in contact, and that has changed. And I'm, you know, I'm one make more effort to communicate, and two, am more accessible to efforts to just you know reach out whatever you know um and it's been that for a while and i've seen and appreciated like the value of the benefits that come from that situation um there's still a lot that i myself perhaps have not you know processed internally right and as a result only in talking about it am I discovering what, you know, maybe it has just been like a subconscious process type of situation. Yeah, you I know. Think so. so then the the delay is in the 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 fact that for a long time, you know, you didn't complete processing things because, you know, you just shelve them away you pack them away you know and i think that's that may be a consequence of your strategy because now if you're dealing with everything yourself (coughs) excuse me um everything that comes up that's new you have to deal with in real time 
to get through to the next thing, whether it's your job, whether it's uh, at home with your brother, with your child, anything that comes up, you have to deal with in real time. Get through to the next thing, next thing, next thing. Shit that's been packed up keeps packing up that you still need to process and deal with, even internally. Um, so that's where I then think pouring out helps because it helps in the real-time shits and frees up enough emotional time to deal with what's been packing up. You get what I'm saying? Like It deals with the real-time shit so you have enough emotional airtime to unpack the... All the all the bullshit that's been clogging. What do they call it? The backlog. Yes, <laughs> to get through to the backlog. Um, because everybody got some. That's why people see therapists, because. See that for me, like I won't lie, bro. Like I've never, like I've never, ever, 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 ever been aware. That like you can live life with assistance, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like, you know how uh, if, if 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 how do I put it? Like seeing a therapist is like having a ghost rider. Like you're supposed to do this, my nigga, because this motherfucker may not always be there. One, Whoa. two, it's a scarce resource to access, so it's not necessarily realistic for you to like rely. <laughs> On having access to this motherfucker in order to live, you know what I'm trying to say? Like it's a luxury to have access to that for me. So it's like it can't be my first. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? Like goes writing my decisions, dog. Oh, that's crazy. No, dude, therapist is nothing like a ghost writer, nigga.
Tony Stark was a narcissist. People say, anyway. Mm. Uh, people say that's a way to look at it. Um, so another one is like, um, another sign is what, um, what's the word, what's the word? Um, like, everything is about you. Mm. I don't know how to, what word encapsulates that, but yeah like self-absorbed you're the, you're the, yeah self-absorbed you're the center of attention you like yeah. you like you love having attention and you're self-absorbed um you know so it's like a, it's like as i was saying it's like narcissism on its own it's like a perfect cocktail of uh, mm. but it's like it's a coping mechanism though bro you oh can't yeah. big yourself up in this universe. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, listen, man. One of the one of the greatest pieces. I'm of saying before before you. It, it, that's why the word narcissism is scary. Like I can't imagine you looking at a three year old and saying he's a narcissist. I can't Hell, see. Nah, you understand? Three year old's too cute to be narcissist. Yeah, 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 I understand. Yeah, what I'm trying to say. But like those are you know things you learn to do and like think ways you learn to you know yeah you're forced into these things like that those if you know what i'm trying to say if you can't rely on yourself the thing is you don't you don't aim you don't set out to be narcissistic or a narcissist you find it upon you find that upon you when you review when you first discover what the fuck it is and then you review you're like oh shit I, I got a lot of these nine traits so what's going on with me then um so it's, it's like that nobody i don't think anybody sets out to be but life positions you and uh, places you in positions where but the one i the one they were talking about i was like, like oh this nigga 
Uh, well, no, a... that nigga may have just been that nigga. If you're an asshole and you're a narcissist, you no, know. He's, he's, he's some nigga who probably, I think, who made money shitting on niggas that cheat. Yeah. And then it turned out that, and then like, then he was cheating. He's I'll like, just swing it is ladies. So, that's what I'm saying. If, if, if people are out to, um, in, in any case, if you're an asshole and a narcissist, <laughs> when shit goes down for you, people... Nobody cares, nah, bruh, come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. So, so wait, okay, okay. What do you call a narcissist who's not an asshole? <laughs> just a narcissist. It's perfectly fine to be. But, I mean, m- many people... Like so, is like, can a narcissist be somebody with, like, a, a fun personality? Or absolutely. Like, or Most you narcissists like, have fucking great personalities. Okay. Because they believe in the motherfucking selves. Okay. People may say too much. That's the point of narcissism. Um, that's when you become self-absorbed. To have everything be about you, you got to have some shit popping. You can't just be a boring-ass person and then all you want to talk about is you and everything is about you. Everything happens for a reason around you, but your ass is just a boring-ass person. How does that work? You know, type thing. But like being a boring ass person and you not making things about yourself are not the same thing. Absolutely. That is fully, fully true. That's the truth on its own. That's that's not what I was saying what I, with what I was saying. Okay. Okay. No, so I'm saying it's pos is it not possible to achieve um the objective of a shining or whatever I'm gonna use, like I'm honestly that's what that's that's what the 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 being the ma- the drawing the attention is right. Okay. So the intention for uh, being uh, what self-absorbed or uh, bringing attention to self, maybe that's more what I'm talking to. Yeah. Right. Is it's not something? Is it something that is only achievable by being self-absorbed? I don't know if I'm using the right words, or by speaking, or by making things about yourself or is, about you. The thing is, <coughs> I believe it's a question of why are you bringing attention to yourself? Okay. That that I feel like that's. That that's the difference between everything. Okay. Like that reason, um, I don't know. I because I've seen it even in shows, right? Where people are in therapy sessions and they're supposed to be acting the scene out. So, of course, they'll use something that's realistic or relatable. So, someone is a narcissist, and they bring it up in the therapy session, and it's like, why do you like? people paying attention to you and they'll unfold something like um, you uh, it's, it's, it's something that to do with like abandonment issues mm. like you were left as a child or you didn't grow up with your parents or you didn't grow up with your siblings or people didn't like you when you were growing up so now you always find a way to bring attention to yourself because as long as people's attention is on you you have that confirmation that they're interested in you Mm. They they can see you. You exist, 
mm. you were there by by the eyes <coughs> excuse me like by uh, there can't be so many eyes who are just looking at nothing mm. there can't be so many people mm. are, whose attention they all are mm. engaging in nothing at the mm. same time so I'm a real thing I'm here I'm great I'm you know mm. It's an achievement that's it's comforting. So what's the difference between that and people saying uh, reach for your dreams? Because <laughs> no like mean? reach no. for your dreams means like what you Is close your, your eyes dream? and you imagine yourself as yeah. manifest that create that. Okay. What is the difference between what you just described and the efforts of but I'm saying you draw it attention for whatever other reason. How does that... Because like, okay, if I make music and I put make an effort to putting it out and getting it heard, I'm drawing attention to, you can say to my product, but it's to you as the creator of the product as well. Right? Because by doing so, there is there's, there's, there's value in social... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. There's... There is value in attention. That, you know what I'm trying to say? People's, so people, yeah, the, the people's attention has value to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? You can convert people's attention into value. Maybe that's a more descriptive, uh, a better t- a way to describe it. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying if reaching for your dreams means that for you, right, in whatever form. Because, like, I imagine everybody's everything they imagine it framed around other people. And, you know, you, you have a life, you have, you know, you're not alone in that life. You are living in a particular space. So it's always relative to other people, the, 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 the dream. If you want to be a star, you want people to admire you, mm-hmm. look up to you. So it's never in a vacuum type of situation. So it's like the, the self-centered perspective not an innate one and then it's a question of severities yeah yeah it's it's definitely a question of severity because so when does it become like too much when do you go from being oh he's so charming to he's creepy well, I don't know if it gets to being creepy, but maybe for no, some... No, I'm just saying, like, the difference yeah. between, like... No, look know, at it this way. In conversation with someone, any random person, people you know, people you don't know me for the first time, whatever, there's going to be a... From the range of 40 to 60% split um, in terms of discussions, or unless you're just... Asking, you're inquisitive and you're asking questions and this person can then speak for a long time and you ask another question type thing. But if you're both just sharing experiences, you're kicking it, nobody's going to be talking longer than the most. Nobody's telling his own story more than the rest. Uh, um, so when that happens, when it's like, yo, okay, cool, nigga, we done heard from you. We're trying to say something too. <laughs> <laughs> Taking up on? too much air, ah, well, what you think this is? What you think, this is? What you think this? I can't? This is you only. Come nigga? on, nigga. It's, it's my turn now. Come on. Yeah, sit down and listen, yeah, motherfucker. Why you look like you're going somewhere? You told you? us about a week and a half about what happened. We were talking like two days max. 
you know so it's it's it's, it's that that's when you spot uh some traits like that it's like yo read the room type things like everybody spoke a little bit and let everybody else speak and then you feel like you're above the rest and you're gonna speak for a long time or your shit is better than the most or you're more interesting so we should listen to you more like whatever's going on but so that's a small thing like i'm maybe picking a straws but um that's the th- those are the type of differences where it's like okay cool and too much I mean, then there, I guess there's extremes, like, or maybe is it an extreme? <clears throat> so this nigga uh, shits on motherfuckers who cheat, all right? He probably <laughs> <laughs> he says, y'all niggas ain't shit. God no don't love sympathy. you. <laughs> no sympathy. <laughs> right? And then um, is out here, you know, like slaying uh, <laughs> in the darkness. Like... <laughs> You know, like like Batman just dropping from the ceiling, and <laughs> you know, um, so you are a hypocrite, for sure, and of the you, highest order, right? And you aren't shit. Is it that, in the sense that like you you are pretending to take a stance that you don't believe in, in order to reap the benefits of appearing to take that st- that stance oh yeah because i think wasn't he was he giving talks or like wasn't he yeah i don't because I, I don't really know this nigga i know him through this <laughs> yeah it's the no, first I'm time just... i heard about him right mm, mm, so mm. i but i think he was giving talks either motivational speaker or he was either doing it online but i think there was some sort of public engagement and now in this day and age um I know that a lot of people get paid to come and give talks or engage with the public and even to motivate. Uh, people are getting paid for, for, for if they're doing it right. Um, so I can imagine him also getting paid off of this, off of what he was doing, talking shit. And, uh, you know, because he was uplifting another part while he was talking shit about people who cheat and do nefarious things or whatever. But if like, is it, uh, how do I put it? Yes, he, he is in shit for pretending to take a stance that he doesn't believe in. That's the hypocrisy, yeah. Right. Is the stance that he pretended to take a valid or invalid one or is that irrelevant in the conversation about him oh about him <laughs> oh, but we don't give <laughs> damn is that a double standard or well, is that a no 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 it's not a, it's not is that a refusal to look at the bigger problem this the or, thing or, or or changing the subject no listen this the thing um well this may be a wild analogy but it just came to me right now. It's like, imagine you're a civilian, right? You're not gang banging. You're not doing any crazy shit. You don't. You don't even own a gun or nothing. You don't have a switchblade or nothing, nigga. Mm. You're just a civilian. You call nine one one when shit goes down. And ten triple one. Ten triple one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> right. That's how people. They don't Kids, never. come on time, so don't. you might as well call nine one one and try your luck with them. But anyway. Um, so, and then you see this thug nigga. You know this nigga's a thug. 
like he's a local thug. You know this nigga. He's got T H U G tattooed on his fucking diaphragm, nigga. Yeah, this nigga's a real thug. He's down with the shits. And then some other thug niggas come through and jump this nigga. What you gonna do? When this nigga complains, say, no, call the cops, nigga. It's, 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 what, what you gonna do? Am I gonna call the cops to intervene on behalf of the, the, the one thug nigga? Yeah. Who's getting like... Who's getting thugged out. I like mean, I might if like these niggas might like might be killing him. I don't know. No, like this, these niggas beat him up and leave him there. They don't kill him, and it don't look like they won't kill him. They beat him up, rough him up real bad, and bounce. And he's out here writhing on the floor. Like call the cops on these niggas, nigga. Mm. What you out here looking for? Yeah. This nigga been jacking niggas, mind you. He's a thug. This his code that he's living by. Yeah. And now the same code is working against him right now. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say, this may be a different scenario, but that's what I'm saying with this guy. He was living this life of y'all niggas shit. Y'all niggas ain't shit out here cheating. I have no sympathy for y'all. Y'all can go to hell for all I care. God doesn't love you. God doesn't love you. You are the lost children. And then we find out you know? Yeah. So it's like, we don't care, bro. You, you, you was living this life. Now that you're, it's happened to you, we don't care. That was a bad analogy, by the way, but. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, it's this whole social capital value thing. It's like, yeah, dog. What you mean? What you mean? It's like the, 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 the. The idea of taking like a stance and then like being out there boldly and like ha- having a flag and then like you know standing on the hill and like declaring your position on life and things when there's so much scrutiny, you know, like like existing on social media to that extent, you know, if you have views, feeling the need to, you know you know get on a platform and do something about it and like you know like you know uh reiterate your your well i guess this is what this is exactly the podcast and i don't think that's the same thing yeah that's like me coming out here and telling you i don't know so what could be so ridiculous telling you Oh, telling you buying a car before you buy a house is the most stupidest shit you could do. Don't do it. Black people get sucked into this hole. We all do it. It's dumb. We're losing our money, sending us back in generations or whatever. And then I go and do it. I could have just shut the fuck up and did my own shit. Why I gotta come here and bash this shit mm. and bash people who do it? Mm. If I'm going to go and do it, just shut the fuck up and do your shit. Nobody would have cared. Nobody knew this person outside of the circles he was going around anyway. But the people knew him in the States anyway. People, random people, like I said, uh, known about him. It's like how we know random pastors. We don't go to churches or whatever. Or all these other ones, right? So, and then you find out that it's like finding out one of these pastors 
like finding a live video of them like doing some devil worship shit. It's like really, motherfucker, should I just shut the fuck up and do your shit? <laughs> Why did you have to pretend? Why? To- Why you got a front? Why yeah. you got a front? Yeah. Why you gotta make, and especially if you're making your living off a front, why? Mm. So that's why when the tables turn, some people rejoice and the rest don't give a fuck. We steady watching. It's like, all right, motherfucker, as, as, as Mishis, it's like this one. So that's what it is. Yeah, I think for me, what struck me the most about that conversation was like the, 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 the the descriptor, or maybe it was, it felt like an, an extreme example of the manifestation of a narcissistic personality. Because they were talking about, like, now you out here slaying in the darkness, and then when it's time to come into the light, you, you know. You've got your wife there, which you hold the air. That's that's that that was wild. <laughs> but was that the same Jada? That thing was wild. Thing? Was that Willie Jada? Was that no? I, I don't. Well, Is that why you were mad? <laughs> no, the no the Will and Jada shit was different. I was mad at Jada before they ever met up to talk about it, and my nigga will wants to cry with all of his life, but held back. I was mad way before anyway, and Will ended up agreeing to go meet her and whatever bringing out your wife the first time to a, wait, and the she thing did is, your PSA <laughs> bruh bruh you're apologizing you're cheating on her you're apologizing to us mind you you're apologizing to us cause now when it's on video y'all must have spoken before y'all, you didn't just say baby I know I cheated on you but come through, I got a camera set up. <laughs> it's going to be live. <laughs> it's going to be live. <laughs> it's going to be live. Live experimentation. Yo, we're going to be hot for a week, baby. <laughs> I promise you. You know? Okay. So, I imagine that there's a conversation that's been had. Um, why is she still coming through? Why is she on video? Why? Why? I don't know, man. I don't want to go into the, the details because I don't know the specifics. Of I don't like, know. Because I saw... Um, I, I then saw another video. I think she was on Instagram Live. And she was alone this time. But she was still talking about addressing this issue and standing for it. And people are bashing her online. But she'll take whatever comes her way or whatever. Right? So mm. she's standing for it. Or at least she now is. I don't know. I think they made her meme. And then because they don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and got, were, caught, she got... Be, she became... You know, part of the... But she agreed to come on camera. Why, bitch? Why are you here on camera with this cheating ass, deceitful ass, hypocrisies of the highest notes? And this is that I think Charlemagne said some shit like, um, you'd rather be an open sinner than a, than a closed hypocrite or whatever. Something hypocrite. But it's it's it, it's it's kind of that. It's like if we know you have fuck ups and you acknowledge that you you have fuck ups, or even if you acknowledge that you're a hypocrite, even if you acknowledge that, mm-hmm. then we'll we'll kind of whatever understand. You know, if you if if you say yo, I don't. I mean, sometimes I'll go back on my word, man. Sometimes 
I tell y'all I don't like betting. I'm not a betting man. I don't like casinos or whatever. But sometimes mm-hmm. trying to hustle up in my So you know mm-hmm. if you admit to things like those and we understand I mean shit, you human nigga. I mean shit. You know. <laughs> we have our own things, you know. We don't even feel comfortable enough to speak about them publicly. At least you're admitting publicly. So okay, we understand. But if you out here, mm. uh, it's yeah. and then you, why is your wife here, bruh? Why did you bring her here to apologize to us? And that became another thing. So, you know, it's just like a snowball effect. So, yeah, bro, it is fucking dangerous in the fucking internet streets, dog. Like, if you do some dumb shit. The world is gonna find this shit. <laughs> Can't do no dumb shit. And niggas is looking to get hot with the dumb shit. Hey, bro. That's the whole point of like putting it out there. It's like an opportunity to get hot. Yeah. yeah. And we just came. And niggas are comfortable getting hot off of the dumb shit. Oh yeah, cause a lot of cause that's what draws attention quickest. Showcase guarantee. Mm. The problem is it also has the most dire consequences. Cause we just came from cancel culture where people are getting canceled for tweets of seven years ago eight years ten years ago mm. this nigga was doing this now mm. live being a hypocrite now it's not a matter of um he's grown since then we should be able to forgive him let people live no nigga you a hypocrite in real time in real yes, time yes we heard you and the thing is, it's, I, I don't know now whether this is true or not, or whether I remember correctly, but it's not like he went to the club, met a girl, and smashed and cheated. He had an affair, which I believe I remember hearing, that had been going on for three to four years. Or like a, a steady second relationship. <laughs> and you've been out here talking shit the whole the time. The was in love again. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it, it, that that situation was its own thing, man. That was crazy to witness. Yeah, bro, we haven't even introduced the show. Um, I'm having a very, very, very like it's late in the evening. Uh, I know, man. I think motherfuckers know by now that like we recorded odd hours of the motherfucking day. You know. Listen, uh, <laughs> I always try to remind people, time isn't real, bro. Yeah. Recorded odd hours of the day. My energy levels today are very like mellow and zen. Um, I don't know how motherfuckers, you know, how that shit translates on the microphone. So um, I'm feeling a bit uh, self-conscious about that. Um, Also, I didn't really jot anything down for today's conversation. And... um, yeah, and I think that's where the whole narcissism thing, like, came from. It came from, and, like, is it not, like, narcissistic to just assume that you can just, like, codger up? <laughs> you can just, like, codger up, don't cut it, like. <laughs> so give me a microphone. What you, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? No, bro, that's just, that's just some dope skill. That means you can freestyle, nigga. Some niggas freestyle raps. That means you can freestyle a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. I don't know, dog. Like, it's it's good for this shit to be this easy, bro. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like, 
it hasn't been this easy to just like um set up get shit done and like yeah in a while um working with some new machinery new machinery helps um i feel like i'm at a point in my life where i feel like i need to decide whether i'm dating podcasting or you know whether i feel like she's gonna cheat on me with somebody else <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? it's like man i feel like um it makes a lot more sense to invest in your own product now for me um so it means more how i feel about doing what i'm doing now because i've seen enough of it to um um want to invest more into it you know what i'm trying to say so yeah bro it's like definitely one of those 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 days where like everything is perfect except for like the 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 internal energy you know i think that my my internal energy like maybe of yeah since maybe i haven't started like my year energy wise mm. you know what i'm trying to say it's 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 uh it's been funky um um i think of I mean, you had a shitty start to the year so yeah you know shitty start to the year um and like i d- you know there are moments where you can pinpoint the source of pain or emotional discomfort then there are moments where the dulled effect of the pain has an impact somewhere else but you don't identify it as being caused by that pain because it's a dulled effect it's not the sharp pain mm. that you can pinpoint and identify mm. um yeah bro it's like i won't lie to this whole uh covid shit has been a fucking whirlwind you know especially for a nigga who takes time to digest and deal with shit mm-hmm. you know i myself like am very cognizant of like how uh much has happened um but at the same time i feel like having conversations where i concede that my way of doing things um re- relies on myself so much that i take the cost of the time it takes to reach the destination of actually having a conversation and whatever um i can only imagine how much there is to work through you know post you know this situation i need to go listen to that new film much album bro cuz sure. his last album helped sure. Sure. <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say there are always changes uh i need to go he's got some shit he's got some rock shit out uh yeah i feel like i really feel like i need to go listen to some fellow uh, like go find something to um interpret how i'm feeling you know um so that i'm like i can know it and be cognizant of it you know what i'm trying to say um what i think you should work on 
getting to that or being able to get to that by yourself so you don't always need shit but yeah for as long as you still need it go ahead and get it so when you say by yourself what are you referring to um interpreting how you feel yeah so when you say by yourself you mean like in silence not listening to anything like mm. in my head yeah in true my thoughts, head whether it's true thoughts alone or conversations with others through like what conjuring up actively thinking about something exactly what you feel actively thinking exactly about exactly what you feel where it comes from <coughs> what it is why it is how it is how it impacts you why it impacts you so when it impacts you how long it's going to impact you and how comfortable are you with it impacting you are you comfortable with sharing this thing like all of those things yeah i mean for me i don't know what i'm going to feel about you know what my life currently is tomorrow you know um how do i uh, how do i better describe it um when i make the assessment of like what is the best way to deal with a situation it is a priority for my solution to be sustainable for me and as far as sustainability is concerned an in-house approach rates or ranks as more sustainable than an outsourced approach mm -hmm. right just based on the uncontrollability of the availability of an outsourced resource you know what i'm trying to say so um it it feels automatic to rely on the self but the thing is how can i put this because you said something which triggered this but i forgot the exact word you used um it's not everything that's the thing it's not everything it's not even most things or rather let me say um you said the solution needs to be uh, one that's repeatable sustainable yeah sustainable that's the solution for what you're dealing with then at that time you're not always dealing with that so you don't always apply the same solution for everything because you don't deal with the same shit and even with the same shit, you don't deal with that the same way all the time. Yeah, I don't think my approach is. Um, it's. It's one sided in the sense that it's like predominantly I'm going to rely on myself. But I also have a cap. My cap, from your perspective seems to be you know too high and as a result my understanding is that 
I suffer consequences that are not necessary to suffer. Yes, it's unnecessarily high. It's like a lot of people could do a lot of things by themselves. But it's inefficient to do that many things by yourself. We're social beings at our very core. No matter how sophisticated, no matter how rural, no matter how what's what, we are social beings. Mm. Do not shy away from that. That's your DNA. Yeah. But I think also being part, like being, uh, acknowledging that also includes acknowledging that, you know, your experiences of anxiety aren't necessarily unique to you and so it also matters for you to be cognizant how much you contribute to the experience of anxiety to somebody else type of situation which is where most of the the thinking of like relying on self predominantly comes from to say if so do you mean like if you pour your bullshit on me you stress me out as well because now I know I'm stressed about your bullshit and my bullshit yeah because the reality of being social beings is like I acknowledge that for you to share something with me means something for you for you to do that I currently understand it to also mean you know uh, something about you know maybe how you imagine you know i qualify to be the recipient of that particular information is it because i can relate is it because i can advise is it because i can you know what i'm trying to say so i i i understand that wait you forgot the most important one which it actually is Uh uh-huh because i'm your friend it's that simple I'm your friend. I don't even have to understand what the fuck you're talking about. I need to understand that right now, you need an outlet. I'm as 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 good as an, any other. <clears throat> Sorry, or oh, as the next. I'm here. I picked up my phone. So I right, cool. Yeah, bro. Like the people have confidence it's in the friendship. Price, it's, it's the price like, of friendship. I heard my my like uh uh Ria calls right. Shout Video out, calls shout me. Out to shout out to Ria. Um, fine ass. <laughs> uh, she's doing the yoga shit, you know, you know, a love of movement. Um, and then you know, my girl is in the background, and then they start talking, and then she says to her, "I know, friend, I don't need you. You know, I'm not talking to you right now." Yeah. Like the confidence to say that without feeling like, oh, that's definitely going to come off as like harsh. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't want to roll the dice of you were having your own life problems and I chose spicy words and now you have to filter spicy words through whatever the fuck you're going through. And now I run the risk of like, you know, my choice to be spicy in that moment or blunt or frank or whatever, you know, being jumbled in with your own person. Because, you know, 
I don't know at any given point but you do know, what though. you're filtering through. But you do know, though. You do know that you can rely on the net of friendship that you've been carefully sowing with this motherfucker since whenever. That's the that's the beauty of having people in your life. Or like the same way you know who you can call for what in business. Who if you need this, you call this person. If you need this type of help, you call this person. If you need medical advice, you call this person. If you need, you know, that that it works that way with friendship as well. If you need to talk about this type of thing, you call this person. You need to talk about this type of thing right now, you call this person. If you need, some people go as far as, I need to talk to a friend, but not the motherfucker who's also going to be judging me while comforting me. So I'm not calling these three. I'm calling this motherfucker. Yeah, but, so, but I agree with that principle. But I'm trying to say, I take the time, I take much longer to decide that I need to call some to call a friend. You know what I'm trying to say? And I'm saying that's because you are busy dealing with things that you don't need to always be dealing with by yourself. They're just chowing more time. For me, they're inefficient because, yes, you can deal with them, but they chow more time from you dealing with the backlog of real shit that you've kept in the back for a reason because you need time to deal with those. So it's useless. These are small things. They're useless. Let us deal with that. That's what th- we're here for. Nigga, that shit we right still there. Because we still got to help you deal with that anyway. We still want to pull the... Or tow the or there's a saying about pull the specific word used for weight. But anyway, tow the line, I think. Whatever. Whatever, right? That situation is still coming. And we're all still in it as well. Because... Or maybe let me put it like this. For me, the aim of the game is to clear out all of these situations. It's like Tetris. So for me, that's maybe where we differ. For me, I don't believe that there is a version of this that doesn't have a uh, a problem, meaning something that you're trying to to clear. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You know what Tetris. I'm to say? Tetris. Yeah. The blocks keep falling. As they're falling, you stack them up in a way that the next big block is going to knock out a lot of these out. And it can clear out for a while. And then the blocks fall again. While the blocks are falling, it's clear down here for a bit. The blocks are always falling inevitably. As you're, you're, as you're saying, there's never a stage of there's no blocks coming there's down. There's no blocks coming through. Yeah, just, you always just, have to no, be making decisions. Yes, you're always clearing shit, but the less clutter there is down there, the better it is to, to, to the more room there is to make your decision, the better you can place the falling blocks and get ready for to clear them again because you know more blocks are falling. But now the thing is, when you have a backlog down here of unorganized blocks, Mm. And you're now. It's also because I didn't think that like all these blocks were being on. I thought I had like five different Nintendo games, and I was playing Tetris in each one of them. Nah, it was one motherfucking game. Yeah. (laughs) One game. Oh, Now, in order to clear this thing, I need to get to that one that's there at the bottom. And your blocks are at the top or nearing the top, or at least maybe halfway. And you're clearing this, you're still working on clearing this stage bit by bit, bit by bit to eat away to 
get to the backlog. But it's like that, bro. Like, ag- like for me to agree with you in that situation means for me to, I think I said this to you, I'm way less mature or refined or whatever the word is, you know, then I, they, or rather I, st- I have way more work to do than I had initially or I had ever ag- imagined I would, mm-hmm. right? And it takes coming closer to things to see, oh, okay, this is what they look like up close type of situation. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, again, um, um, I said, I wrote something that says my, my addiction with preoccupation has me racing. And I think that's another thing, right? Like when you live, you know, multiple lives, you're constantly like on the move, Mm. constantly preoccupied, like the stillness to take stock is rare, Mm. right? Like your context is is barely ever uh, permanent. You know what I'm trying to say? Whatever context you're in is always temporary so it's hard to acknowledge that the things that you know you experience in each chapter of your life you carry with you until in some future context it hits you that oh oh this isn't something that's happening now that i'm really that you know i'm recognizing or registering no this is registering because it's related to something that you know yeah yeah. so i don't know if maybe talking to people makes it easier to identify those things absolutely um i don't know how you trust somebody to know exactly you know how you said some you don't know if somebody really uh, somebody can have a perspective but whether you'll feel like uh you fully understand what i meant and all that jazz Mm. you know Um, sometimes you don't even speak to people looking for something it's like how we speak about uh, each other's faults and I bring up Wootsy you don't reconnect with folks from your past like if you call somebody you went to primary school with they could tell you how you were in a manner that you never imagined like oh shit nigga, that's how it looked when I did this I, I thought I was being cool and they're like, nah, dude, you were the weird kid in school, bro. Nobody understood what <laughs> you were doing. <laughs> Nobody understood nothing you were doing. You were the weird kid in school. Like, holy hell, my whole primary school is completely different than what I thought. You know, you get to realize things like that. And they're like, no, when you did this, we usually do this like this, because like this. And like, oh, yeah, no, I grew up in a situation like this, so that's why I did this. And I'm like, oh, okay, so these and these relates. And then like, oh, so you're actually not weird. This is... You know, you get to see things. That's why you speak to people. Because nobody... And for me, that's one of the greatest fucking sayings. Because that's one of the most powerful people in our knowing, in our knowledge. That's the person that transcends mediums. Going into portals that we've never even imagined to exist. But that same person cannot perform any of that magic on themselves 
that motherfucker gotta go to somebody else and say yo mm. i'm feeling fucked up nigga help me mm. because it takes this person to see who you truly are or rather maybe to complete the image you can know yourself as much as you but do. i think it's all a self it's you no know, i think it's like it's all a you process right what do you mean it's like you need a canvas to put it on so that you can see what it looks like and decide how you feel about it okay i think that's what it is like the and the reason why i i perhaps may feel like it's more of a burden to do that with people is because i view it as a me talking to you about my shit is a me thing right you are a cog in my process that i'm going through so as much as you know it you we can we can you know sugarcoat it as being yeah. like romantic yeah. it's a selfish and selfish not is a, not a bad thing it's like it's a descriptor right it's something you do for your benefit i'm glad you said selfish is not a bad thing yeah. because how do you feel when it's being done to you i'm fine so why do you imagine someone else won't be fine why do i imagine someone else will not be fine hmm. has anyone ever complained to you has anyone ever complained no i've had support system a support system um i've had a support i've always had a support system available to me um i've only i've mostly chosen to access it in context not like carried with me all the time type of situation so it's like i'm in touch with people that i'm like that i see regularly you know and therefore i i'm only able to access those particular you know pillars of strength in my life and then there are people that i will see when i'm not where i currently am now that i will only ever get to tap into when i am around them so it's not that they, there's like a, a trauma that made me not trust that like you know i have so a structure where, where does this come from it's a it's a um it's a i think it's a result of like uh not always having somebody handy and having to learn to uh, calm yourself down i don't know if that's this like not always having ha someone here that you have that confidence in to share that with right okay and because you haven't always had the convenience of that or at least from your perspective mm. um it might even be like you don't know what you got to this gone situation in the in the sense that like if you leave something and you start something new you don't appreciate what you have because you're still reading from what you had and if you and you know however long it takes for you to get over that and get onto this mm -hmm. is how long it take for you to start appreciating what you have 
before it's gone and it's somewhere else. It's something else. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying because of that, there's a lot of time where you've been or you felt like without somebody of close confidence and because you're still on the past yeah you know what i'm saying because like in my mind that position is still occupied by people that aren't physically here Mm. and right here i'm still building those relationships type of situation Mm. and before like they are you know fruitful or for me where i feel that they can be comfortable enough for me to you know be that person in those relationships you know you have to start something else something somewhere else so in that time i have to learn how to deal with my issues which means i need to find a way that is not reliant on me having built a relationship with somebody mm. to you know what i'm trying to say and do you also think it takes a while for you to, to build something with someone for the, to the one to get to that level. yeah that level of comfortability yeah that level of comfortability yeah is it a distrust for people's intentions? No. Is it a... Is it dis- yeah, it's, perhaps it's like... A, um, when I think about it, it's more like... A, I don't want to promise too much. I don't want to create the impression that I can be as reliable a person or as available a person or whatever. And maybe that might again be from the situation of like feeling like, you know, uh, there may be circumstances that arise that are beyond my control. I said earlier on, it's only recently that I felt like I have control over, you know, whether or I have any level of like influence over whether or not shit goes left type of situation. Um, but for a long time, it's always been like out of my hands. Um, so even planning on being available and like being up to the task. And you know what I'm trying to say? Like, man, I don't want to give you a bad impression. I'm a nice dude, right? I'm a very nice guy. But like for a very long time, I was not comfortable with being relied upon, you know? Like, because I just didn't feel like, I don't know if I'm going to be available around, you know. And I don't want to be the person who's disappointed you because I created the impression that, like, I'm, you know, that person, you know. Um, Do you think that's hindered you from then creating these relationships? Like, having this... Yeah, like, I'm talking to my friend, like, one of my oldest friends who's... Uh, <laughs> a therapist who did psychology and he used a word about uh, bonding trauma or something like that mm. yeah um, well just like you know is it bond- was it bonding trauma or something like <laughs> yeah I think that's the word um, something about like you know things traumatic events that affect your ability to build bonds with people or build uh, a certain nature of bond with people or you know or get around to building a bond or you know that type of situation um yeah so it's definitely not been a good thing kupel 
you know yeah. it definitely has not been a a, a a a good thing alone but i feel like my life experiences are not uh, and what and the decisions i've made in my life there's a lot that i need to change but i think I, i've learned enough to maintain my temperament of doing things like especially like the idea of like you know processing things internally and like you know having like an intentional conversation or when you do have conver- an, a conversation about something i think there's great value to that now i understand that it can be overdone and you get to a point where now you are overthinking things and you don't get ultimately get to the release of a conversation mm-hmm. because you're you're waiting you're looking for perfection trying to create the 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 detox album you know Mm -hmm. what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. so i understand there's definitely that risk it definitely is that risk but i feel like the the existence of that risk is not something so peculiar that you can say there isn't a an equally you know uh, uh striking risk in any other alternative or way of doing things or approaching life Fair it's enough. just about being able to understand like okay no, that's fair enough but do you believe the risk in your scenario is less than or greater than the benefits that it gives you uh, hmm. i think right now i have a lot of relationships where in order for them to grow i need to be less in my head up uh, when engaging in them mm-hmm. right okay. and as a result right now oh yeah like or maybe another way to put the less in my head is like to be less in deep in the defense position i think that's what in my head that's what being in your head is like it's like you against the world is yeah, that perspective yeah. right you are looking out at the world with that fish eye lens type of situation mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah and, and in, instead those relationships require me to actively you know integrate myself into people's lives and integrate people into my into my life mm. you know uh, so I don't think it currently serves me to you know mull as long as it, I I mull over things but my first port of call is still to think about it it's not to talk about it right if there's if an it arises the first thing my brain goes to is to think about it not necessarily to talk to somebody about it but it's think about it for how long no it's think about it because in thinking about it you know you figure out who to talk to about it and what you want to say to them when talking about it because you know what you want to get out of the conversation having assessed what the it is so that's you see we spoke about that earlier about trying to curate the conversation for Mm. Uh, a, a predetermined pre- outcome yeah. yes a pre-assessed uh, outcome instead of 
laying down the problem. Sometimes, this is the thing. So sometimes, um, I remember seeing a dope post about this where they phrased it as two really cool things. But it's like, like you're looking for sympathy or you're looking for solution mm. type thing. Sometimes, and sympathy may be the wrong word because sometimes you just need to vent. I don't need your sympathy per se. I just need you to be able to let me vent because this shit's just fucking fucked up. I need to vent and see you agree or disagree and I'll know I'll have a better standing in my position of still thinking about... Oh, let me... That's the, that's the thing for me. I think for me, the venting is part of thinking about it. For me, yeah. I think about it. I have my stance on it. I'm like, okay, cool. But this shit is fucking huge. So... There are too many moving parts. I vent about it. And then you like, mm, that helps guide me. I'm like, okay, no, I was right about this, wrong about this. Okay, this may affect this in a way I didn't see. Why is it disagreeing with this or whatever, whatever. Um, but for me, that helps me get to the final end. Of and do you know what it is? I think for me, I feel as though I vent to myself. I think maybe that's what it is. Yeah, which is unhealthy. Okay. It's unhe- I can agree with that because mm. the, the reality of venting to yourself as yourself doesn't work is that it's not, it's not nice. And it, it's, it's too it personal. It, it doesn't serve the purpose of venting. Yeah, it's too personal. Like, you like... Like, I can't take constructive criticism for myself. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I suck ass. And then there's another thing, like, who the fuck are you to tell me? Like, nigga, I'm you. Nigga, like, like, exactly, motherfucker. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I do think, like, I vent to myself. Um. Why do I vent to myself? Again, partly as a function of, like, um, just, like, the nature of that energy. You know, gotta yeah. get that energy. Out. Especially as an as a man, bro, as a male person, like it's like that type of energy. Um, if you again, you don't feel like you are in a space where you can just like and not have to think about it, mm-hmm. which is a space that I feel like may takes time and effort to actually build, or maybe I take time to acclimate and get comfortable into spaces in order to, you know, feel like I can do so, mm. you know. Um, yeah, like that energy is not energy that I'm just comfortable just like putting out there. That energy is energy, you know, maybe um, there's, maybe I've judged that energy in childhood and felt like that energy was bad, you know, and it's bad for, for it's, it creates bad vibes that energy, you know what I'm trying to say? And maybe that's where that, that not being comfortable, like putting that energy out to the world, you know, uh, comes from. Um, I think that's what it is, bro. Like I really vent to myself and sometimes the venting is not like, maybe there's a better way. Sometimes the venting is not something that is done in a day. Sometimes something that, yeah, you, you vent about it, over a period of time but if you're doing it to yourself it feels it appears like you're holding your breath yeah right it appears to the world like you're holding your breath um and it doesn't work out but as i'm saying it's not even venting 
like essentially there's no such thing as venting to yourself that's just thinking venting is is getting it out venting is energy exerted in getting this fucking have you seen like the, the 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 when on 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 insecure when Issa Rae is on the mirror mm. and like yeah, there's I'm those cuts of me. like mm. yeah that's what it looks like but it's in your head type of situation yeah, absolutely yeah and then so when she portrays well. it like that you understand it so i'm saying like it, it i don't feel like it's it it it, 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 it serves no function or no, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't work that's thinking it's part of the thinking but it's not venting venting is still its own function that you still need to partake in not to say now discount this thinking or feel some type of way or stop it or reduce it no because like all, I of ne- the, all of exactly what you say the Issa Rae type Shanda says all of that is still necessary and you can do that carry on with it sharp I fully understand it but you now need to also vent which is done uh, with more than one person yeah well also like that bro like when you say vent what do you mean do you mean just like talk about it or do you mean like express the or like uh, display put the emotion on display no it's not even about any display or, or any any because how it ends how it happens for me is like i you know how i approach conversations i approach conversations with like questions because like how i see things is like i'm trying to figure out a problem of my own what i need from you is a perspective so that i can incorporated yeah. in mm. yeah you know what i'm trying to say and i get that that's when you're looking for a solution mm. that's why i started with sympathy or solution okay and then you're saying venting is not the same as looking for a solution it's not the solution it's part of the sympathy because okay. now i don't need you to be like no oh, i'm sorry man i'm sorry man but you allowing me to vent is you understanding in your head you could be like fuck that nigga's going through some crazy shit and you're just listening on the phone, maybe. Or we're, we're having lunch, and I'm just going like, fuck, nigga, I, I invested in this stock, and this motherfucker is tumbling and taking all of my money with it. Fuck this shit. Whoever t- thought uh, in- investing is a good idea anyway. Fuck this trading shit, and whatever's whatever. And you have nothing to do with this shit. But you don't stop me like, yo, yo, yo. You wasn't with me when you was trading, so shut the fuck up about all this shit. I mm. want to have my lunch. <laughs> you know, like you understand that it's like, ah, this nigga's going But did you shit. die? You know, <laughs> you, don't, you don't jump to that, you know? So that's part of venting. And then having that, um, you know, it's like. Yeah, but like, I, 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 I always feel like my perspective of like, oh man, I feel like it will come across as like whining or complaining. Of course it is. Yeah, like, you see, I wanted to add this this very, yeah, very stay hard, nigga. <laughs> you see, that's why I want to add this very important point. Some, some, I saw a post that said, um, and I think I brought this up before, but I saw a post that said, um, asking like men, like from ladies, like men, tell us ladies what the hell you it is that you really, really want. And there was a lot of uh, um, stereotypical answers and random dumb answers. But you know, this guy said, in all honesty, I just want a place where I don't have to be strong. And I've never heard that put in such greater eloquence. 
That's but women all. say that all the time, though. That's because women are allowed to say that. Women are allowed to be weak anywhere or allowed to feel any emotion anywhere. Not niggas, not men. We're not allowed to just be weak at any point at any time. That's what you're talking about. You feel like it's whining. You feel like it's complaining. You know, because <laughs> that's an uncomfortable thing to but bestow upon But like for me, I feel like, I feel like that not because of like how I've felt in that emotion around women, more so about like how I felt in that emotion around niggas. That's exactly what I'm saying. Niggas is like, exactly hey, bro, I got my I love is, you, bro. That is my point. I love exactly. you, bro. You go, you're going to be good, you know. You see? You're not the only one who's going through and this shit. And that's exactly what I'm saying. You know? Because you feel like it's whining. You feel like a burden. It feels like it's, it's some shit. That means at the end of the day, you end up not having homies that you can talk to. You end up having women in your life that you can talk to only. Because you don't feel like it's whining to them because you understand. Because they feel free to do it as well. That's why this guy was saying he wants a space to not be uh, to not be strong. Because most of us don't even feel like that to women. Imagine now it's a 100% showcase you can't do this around guys. And then for whatever reasons, personal reasons, you have uh, 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 women you can't do this on or two or around. Lord forbid it's your girlfriend that you still don't feel comfortable enough to be weak around. Mm. To not have your guard up. When do you break down? When can you cry? Because you, sh- you got shit to cry about as, as well as, as a nigga, bruh. Gotta share the dark tear every now and then, bruh. It's some real shit going on. I mean, listen, when the dark tear is necessary, the dark tear comes out, don't get me wrong. But it's you need a like safe space. You need a, a safe, trusted space way before you ever it's like, feel like shitting It's a like this, here. bro. Even when I'm in that space and I'm talking about these things, I'm never emotional about them. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to be shedding okay. a thug tear to get into that room. But I'm saying my understanding of, of, uh, what is the word? Um, of venting, mm-hmm. right? Is not is that it's not what I just said. Or is that it's not, it's just like, it's like I'm sharing with you what I came to realize about what I was feeling. For me, it's, nigga, this is how I feel and right now I don't give a fuck what else is. That's what I'm saying. For me, I don't, like, I don't, I'm not comfortable, you know, taking that stance because of how I feel about um, I guess you know the the, the 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 energy of of um, venting you know uh, I feel like the energy of venting is such that like it's very easy for it to fall out of context so if as a child yes when we are raw nerves and we have no interpretation skills okay not anymore and now is when we need to vent way more than we ever did back then we may have needed to as well back then but not more than now Mm. and now you have relationships you have built that are long enough for someone to understand the difference not back then Mm. so it's a whole different dynamic. It's part of what I was saying, Mangiti. Everything that it took. Shit. Please just. Keep going. 
Oh shit, yes sir. You can answer that, just answer that actually. Hey babe. Hey. Opie. No, the war, it's gonna be like in the wee hours, maybe like hour, hour and a half. What do you mean? Ain't we on level one? Um, even like picking up a call in the middle of a recording, you know, like I still need to think about, okay, what is the most appropriate decision, right? Is picking up a call and halting a recording and having that, you know, is it something where you now need to like, explain it, you know, like, uh, ignore the call find a pause, uh, like a, a curate a pause to the recording mm. and then get back to the call or you know what i'm trying to say like i don't have an immediate this is the this is the correct way to do it you know what i'm trying to say so here's a question if we were if we were chilling kicking it smoking outside and the call came in what you're going to do then I was gonna pick up the call. Then you pick up the motherfucking call, nigga. But uh, okay. it is, listen, you you have to have things. Um, you have to have things that are concrete about you, that don't change no matter what. It's like I have rules when I'm eating. I won't do so. Like I'm not gonna pick up a call if I'm eating. That's a rule. That's done. I don't. We don't argue about that. If you call me and I'm eating, but it's not like when I'm eating a pie or whatever. Not that that's that's just a snack, you know. But if we're having dinner, or even if we're having lunch, but a solid meal, and we're chilling, or I'm chilling alone even, I'm eating. You called at the wrong time. Sorry, buddy. I will call you back afterwards. Showcase. But I'm eating. So that's a solid rule. That doesn't change. That's not an age thing. It's not a time thing. When I'm 65, it's going to be the same. You know, I have a lot of those, but all of those, like the 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 basis, is not something uh, external to me. It's always me. Like I will not pick up a call if I don't feel like it. Like if okay. right now I don't feel like I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah. But sometimes, in the in the act of making the decision, I'm torn between what I feel like. And what I f- uh, uh, what I feel like on second thoughts now that I'm thinking about it, mm. you understand? Mm. Between my knee jerk reaction of like ah, and then like actually no, my, something might be or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? So that kicks in immediately, and then it shows in the delay in making the, the ultimate decision. So how that looks now is I'm that nigga who's sitting here half listening to you, trying to not catch you off you know I'm trying to pay attention to the call and how long it's been ringing <laughs> oh on. exactly oh it rang twice and i'm like okay now it's been 10 minutes since it's ra- it, it rang <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say so yeah like that creates the indecision the fact that you it, know it's 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 immediately it's, i start considering factors beyond my knee jerk reaction of how i feel because i know that my knee-jerk reaction of how I feel is predominantly premised on, like, you know, uh, 
trying to avoid things. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, my life, I'm trying to, like, live a comfortable, like, you know, like, I'm not... The problem is you haven't accepted that. Accepted what? That that's your life. That's what you want. That's how you want to live your motherfucking life. I have. I just feel like I don't know how I feel about going through the effort of, like, acclimating people to it and, like, signing people onto it. You know, and then, then like, how, and, so and, when and would you start living your life exactly? Like, I live my life, but you still have to pick up calls that you're uncomfortable with if that's what your life needs. Still got to do a lot of shit that I would imagine doesn't fit the lifestyle you're describing. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, or are you saying if I, uh, uh, uh uh, live my life proudly. People won't call me. No, I'm saying they know, uh, no. They will. People will acclimate. That's the thing, bro. I keep telling you this shit. You need to start listening. You are a complete asshole. I know this. And we're still here. <sighs> people will stay if they like you because they realize what they like you. Is a lot more, uh, or, or, or what they like about you is a lot more than what they dislike about you, or whatever is a nuisance about you. I have, I've told you this shit. I have shits that I loathe about you, but the shit that I love about you covers that tenfold. Mm. So it's like you do the maths and shit works out. It's like, all right, fuck it. But Price like, for me, that's the same way I do in deciding whether or not. To do what I like, whether you say it's bad or not, burden them with my whatever. It's the same thing. It's like, do I feel like I can? But but that's different because I feel like, for me, that maths is an internal assessment of how I feel about you. In the burdening, you're assessing my feelings that you don't know, or can't even assess, can't ever get right. Because I could have, I could be having a bad day and really can't take your call. Could be having an amazing day and I can share my energy with you when you're shitty. You can't assess how what it is for me. Mm. So the mask can never add up on that one. There's a constant variable. Yeah. That's why you build friendships so you can trust in that. If you called me. And you were you were venting, and I'm like, yo, nigga, what you think this is? You have every right, even though it's quite awkward and most people aren't comfortable with doing it. But I've learned through conversations with my brother, like you have every right to say, "You're my friend. You was there when we were eating chicken last night, nigga. You're gonna take this bad situation with me too, motherfucker." And I'm I'm your friend. There's comfort in that. We've built this. I, we're not our friendship will not. You gotta trust that who your your relationship with whoever will not break or come apart, become undone or unsown or take that great a knock from those type of conversations. If you're really, if you're trying to vent, this person feels some type of way, and you remind them like, yo, part of the position you occupy is to take this shit too. I don't have that vocabulary. The, you the don't vocabulary, need it. you know what I'm saying? Uh, the vocabulary to assert my uh, emotional needs 
like as 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 like uh what priority like to like communicate to you that you need to prioritize my emotional needs that's exactly what the fuck yeah, you say yeah i don't have that you need to prioritize my emotional needs man. yeah it's like, like yeah no, it's like cuz it's the thing it's like it's like Because I say it and it echoes in my head. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? Ooh, have you asked whether this motherfucker got time to listen to you? And But this motherfucker is your friend. And part of the... Think about the good times. Think about all the good times you share with people in your relationships. Right. You don't think there's enough cushioning for any bad times to land upon those clouds? I think it's a negative thing for you to look at the bad at the good things as like setups for payback for the good things. It's not payback. Like the good things should happen like organically. It's not payback. Not it's by it's, your initiation it's, it's, to say bigger by like, good <laughs> things happening. By good The thing is this is where the the frame of mind I come from. Relationships need work and I've actively been working on mine for a very long time. So for me it's part of the maths to in, to factor in the bad parts coming through and looking at the 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 the, the net that I've, we've sown with these people and saying it can take a bad part so when a bad part comes through i'm comfortable in throwing it in there because i know we can take it mm. yeah I don't look forward to the bad parts. I don't know. And like listen, I understand it's 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 a it's a it's a tricky situation to be in um or to put yourself in also because like the reality of like self-doubt means that if you have placed any everything on your ability to self-start then the the impact of instances of self-doubt is more severe mm. because you can't then you don't have a business continuity management plan mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't yes then you can't shift that load you can't move those employees to a different office block so that they can continue working while you while this ship is down and, and you for and me that's setting, resetting that up so that's the greatest danger for me and that for me i fear more than any shame or any discomfort or any uh anything that comes from um the hardship of sharing or sharing in the moment or sharing exactly how you feel because i've seen and once again uh, um uh, um an illustration i got from anime i've seen this illustrated perfectly in animation where um kuroko nobaski the captain seichiro akashi he was a beast he was a fucking beast he was literally a beast like in basketball you play 5 on 5 um and he was such a beast that in this conversation we're talking about being t- being able to take everything in by yourself and carry the load by yourself he was smoking all the five niggas mm. one man playing defense against all the five niggas one man mm. this nigga was a beast like that but they found a way to break him and they broke him because they they had to play harder and they played harder the five the five people the five guys they played harder which is life in that analogy akashi was going against life because life will always throw shit in different angles and different aspects in your life it's never one problem you're dealing with at a time it's always mm. multiple problems 
of different um, severities. And that you know, like if the the Wait, privilege so, so of on. a busy life mm. is the assumption that you can just focus on one problem and that's gonna be good enough. Yes. Solve this, another one comes from mm. solve this. But nah, it's never one problem at a time. And the problem, the issue is that when they found a way to break him, which life will always fucking do, bet your last mm. fucking anything, life will find a way to break you. He couldn't rebound off of it. He was, because it breaks your psyche as well, because the longer you're able to handle things by yourself, the more you believe in yourself and the more you believe you don't need others. When in true reality, you will always need others. Way more than most people think. So when you break from that, it's also tougher to then go to others because your whole psyche is broken. It's like you can't believe it. It's unreal. Like my whole identity is being broken right now. My whole being is being proven wrong if I admit that I've been broken and I need the help of others type thing. So those are the levels it can get to where you're now stuck in limbo because we someone needs to come get you because it's near impossible for you to when broken then be able to reach out in the necessary manner Mm. you know that's the danger that poses and for me that's the greatest threat that's like that's stupid that you will literally be stuck in limbo if nobody reaches out and people are busy i can't risk it i can't leave it to that i can't leave it to someone else to be forced to go through the emotions they would need to go through to come get me from my emotional state. Mm. Uh, for me, I can't leave it to that chance. So that, I think, is my greatest danger with that version or that method. Yeah, you know, it's true, dude. Like, I can't say that anything you've said is inaccurate as far as, like, you know, the threat that is posed. And it's definitely something that, like, but I just don't know what, like, you know, being a changed person looks like. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know what, like, um, being healed from your traumas looks like. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know? So, like, I don't promise myself a future of no trauma that you are currently dealing with or processing. Mm. Um perhaps it's easier to hold that view if you don't you aren't necessarily seeing yourself as drowning in the situation um yeah like i don't think like there's a there's a point where you're just like floating and you're not trying to swim but as i said bro it's like tetris there's a brief moment the eye of the storm where all the bugs are clear. While more are falling, you know more are falling. But because it's clearer down here, I promise you it's a better space to be able to stack up new blocks and new bullshit that life keeps throwing at you. But if you have old blocks that are unorganized, and here's the thing, let me lead with this, right? Here's the thing. What I've discovered by coming to Joburg these past four years, you need to be a lot more like me and I need to be a lot more like you. Mm. If that were to happen truly, 
our, both of our lives would thrive in ways we'd never even imagined. This, our difference in perspectives and and lives, even, um, I I've come to see as the yin and the yang. Because I look at you and I see a lot of traits that I, I, I need to adopt. Um, and I'm always finding things that I believe from my uh, traits that I believe you need to adopt. So I've always seen that. I'm like, yo. So this is not a one-sided thing where I'm able to give advice and like I'm perfect or whatever. There's a lot of shit that I see. The same things we're talking about right now. I need to adopt some of that. For me, it's like I view everybody as like a, a an op- an opportunity to learn more and like do better. Like every relationship I build, absolutely, yeah. It's like the maybe it's because again, you know, I often tr- uh, have an idea of what I think that is, so it's not what, like the relationship. No, like what I can learn from that relationship. It's not something that I'm like, wow, actually, in hindsight, I think I learned, you know. Um, so because it's something that I'm actively actively conscious of, that I think I, I can learn, I always assume that I know what I'm looking for, right? So when you, when, when it comes to things that come under circumstances where... Uh, I'm not acting with the agenda of learning, but I'm just like being vulnerable because, you know, yeah, yeah. It's like that type of situation is like is is it's something else. It's not difficult, and un- I'm not unable to do it. It's just that like there are more moments of anxiety in life than I have moments of engaging people you understand Mm, mm, so if mm. in a 24-hour cycle i have i talk to seven people and that those seven conversations amount to four hours in total i have had thoughts and feelings of whatever 80 percent of the other time yeah. you know what i'm trying to say yeah and sometimes it's one thing that rolls on for his city. you know what i'm trying to say so it's like but i don't imagine that like i don't want to be that person who's like always like talking about my my, my, my problems like that's the thing like, so do you do you not want to be that person to anyone or do you not want to be the person to bro like people? even like I struggle like even even like even in like the closest relationships I like that's where therapy comes in for me. Right. That's where therapy's the answer cuz this is what I was saying the other day to you it's like I realize about myself that I've got lifelong issues and I realize that I can't rely on the the people that I currently rely on for the rest of uh for the rest of my life rather mm. for these issues and I still need to be dealing with these issues. And part of dealing with them is talking them out and rea- coming to realize them even and coming to realize the effects they may have that I that I currently don't realize. Because mm. as I said, you need a reflection. You need a mirror. Mm. You, don't, you can't always see everything from your head. Mm. You need a mirror. And people are the best mirrors. 
Um, so therapy has been formed to be exactly that. And that can be a lifelong thing. So, and I think the sooner you start, while you still have other support systems, it'll give you greater strength to when therapies may be the only thing, you'll have that strength built into it to sustain you. It's like you have a double-story mansion, you have all the pillars in the house being your friends right now and your family and people you know and can trust. Um, and then you add this one huge fucking uh, pillar in the middle, which is therapy. And then sooner, then sooner uh, uh, more than later, or at some point, right? Let me just say at some point, all of these other pillars start disappearing bit by bit, just by life, whether you like it or not. And usually it's still going to be positive. It's not like that, but it just so happens, right? People got businesses to run. People got careers to, to run. People got families to be with. They can't always be there for you the way you need them to be. Which is yeah, fair. sometimes niggas just going through shit. Like yeah, it's more nothing than specific happened, but it's just some shit. Yes, yes, yes. And you can't be mad at people yeah. for that as well. So you still need your shit, though. You also still going through some shit. So therapy. So that's what I'm saying. But for me, therapy has not been a viable thing to rely on. Because of how far away from me it is, or has seemed for so long, even when it's right in the palm of my hand, it still feels distant. You know, it still feels like something that now, if I build a reliance on this thing, then I need to make sure that I can afford access to this thing, which then makes this thing a burden that I need to carry or access to this thing, you know what I'm trying to say? Or it's easy for 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 that to add to your anxiety. You know But do you not weigh that against your anxiety? Weight against your anxiety. Because that it's either that or you keep this bullshit. It's either you adopt this bullshit, which may be way lighter and help deal with all the heavy bullshit, or you keep the heavy bullshit. So for me, it's like I, what I what, what I then like have convinced myself of is that there is an alternative that is, you know, that advert you push here, you pull there, you strike a balance. Find the balance. You know what I'm trying to say? And in my Which mind, is what? Then what? What is the balance? My balance is. Um, to to be conservative about how much reliance you allow yourself to place on other people, right? To be maybe that's what I'm, I feel like. I, I, this is sure what I was saying what's it you can't calculate how I feel about it the maths will never add up so to that level like literally when you are literally imagining how I'm gonna feel and what this means for me no well I mean well I don't know it's like the the question of the severities to say 
ulele angfuni kumvusa right it's worth it ukumvusa it also understand ukuthi ngikuvuse lena because you don't nawe ngiyekufonela umuntu ngo 3xeni just for kicks we trust that about you so umongifonela if i see a miss call the first thing I'm doing is calling you. Yo, never you good? Were you stuck on the freeway? What was happening? Why you called me at three in the morning? Oh, nigga, I was going through some shit. Oh, shit, nigga, I'm sorry. I was really, really deep in sleep. I'm sorry I couldn't pick up the phone. We understand you're not going to do some dumb shit for kicks. It's like, bro, it's, it's, it's worth it. That's why building relationships with people is such a thing. It's having relationships with people is is an actual thing it's an important thing it's valuable because it's 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 a net to take all of these good and bad situations it's to share these good and bad situations with people you're sharing your life with people you're building relationships and your life is not all good just like theirs is not all good that's why i mean i come i've come to the point where i feel discomfort yeah uh, um coming from the fact that I can't I feel like I can't share with some of the people who are closest to me because they don't share with me so I feel like you know how strong is the relationship how strong do they feel the relationship is that's when I feel some type of way about if I vent to this person how will they take it when they don't ever do that to me so I you know I don't I feel like they're not confident in the relationship enough for me to draw a heavy bomb at it because it may it may be unsteady from their side you know type thing that's I feel like for me my understanding leads to those type of insecurities maybe if you will I don't know uh, but to that way of thinking but I feel like it's valuable having friendships and relationships bro because and even to the point where I remember reading somewhere that, um, and I think we spoke about this as well. Would say even on Naruto, they relate to this. Would say, uh, on 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 birthdays, even on the day of the literal birth, the connection, um, the ethereal connection, if I will, the 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 universal connections between worlds are closest ethereal is that when you said ethereal yeah some there's a word that exists yeah okay yeah. i never knew what that word means but when you say when you described your ethereal it sounded like what i suspected <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so you know the the bonds are closest between worlds on birthdays and especially on the day of giving birth um so on birthdays that's why it's valuable to be surrounded by friends and families because spirits are able to get to you as well because the worlds are the, are the bonds are closest bad and good spirits so any guardian angels per se are able to be closer to you as well as evil spirits so you need people around you with their spirits as well to have strong energies to fend off anything that's uh, unworthy or un- unwanted. So I, I so I believe in energy. Like you know this about me. I believe in energies and all of that. So you know, 
I'm just trying to stress the the value of relationships, bro. They're mm. some shit. They're really some shit. Yeah. My my last question is like, there's been a, is there something, or is there a, a is there a a, a a title that or you can put to us having these conversations on the microphone? Is it self-absorbed? Is it you know how you talk about therapy is what ought to be happening? Is this because it's something you do and then you put out to the world uh is it is it is it is it pimping a a a a a personal experience you know what i'm trying to say i don't know if i'm if i'm asking the question properly to say hey listen you know like is if you have like now nah, we've just had like an hour and a half that's just predominantly us working through and sharing like you know is doing this with the intention of putting it out right is 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 that an effort in uh, is it something similar to going to see a therapist or is it something separate from that and more like uh, i don't know uh, making a car or making something that you're going to <laughs> sell or packing yeah, like you know they pack them into the the the, the thing yeah, they're gonna, you know it's a simple yeah. activity of putting something together to to sell it no for. that's the thing bro homie that's the thing it goes back to what this podcast is about and why we do this shit because these are conversations that people should have um, with themselves amongst each other that I still believe to this day not enough people are having because of such insecurities that even you and I share, um, shame that people may have, or even connections that people may think they don't have with each other to have these conversations mm. with their closest people. Um, so for me, what it sounds like when you ask that is like when a chick asks you, so what are we? <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> I don't know. What about we got to call this shit anything? It's just what it is. It's just right? It's fine, right? It's it ain't works, broken. Right? Yeah, what can you talk about? It's what it is, right? It's what it is. For me, I enjoy it. I enjoy even... Um, being able to share it because if you find value in it that dope bruh because i feel like there's a lot of it's it's like there's enough music there's enough movies there are enough conversations about finance there's enough entertainment there's enough entertainment there's enough uh politics there's enough of a lot of things that we keep getting a lot more of on such platforms i don't hear anything like this yeah, it's that, what do they call it, the the shit that the Roman M people did where they, like, keep you entertained. Like, I think a lot of media platforms have served the purpose to distract and entertain more than, like, inform and, like, you know. You know? Well, not that there's no information, but, like, the curation of the information 
is to serve the purpose of like entertaining. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um at the end of the day, honestly, I don't hear any podcast like this. I don't hear anybody diving deep into how they feel and what this and what their life has um has turned out to be and what that's meant for people around them and how they're navigating through that. I don't know. So I don't even know whether it's good or bad. Uh, that's part of why I don't know what to call it. That's why I don't want to call it anything right now. It's the soul cast. Because, <laughs> you know, I feel like, yeah, you know, because I feel like calling it something is going to limit it yeah. to only being that. Yeah. Um. So right now, I don't, I don't necessarily want it to have a name, but... Um, yeah, cause like maybe I'm I'm also feeling conscious even about this recording, because I've just been like listening to the other episodes that like we've been editing that we're gonna put be putting out, mm-hmm. and like a lot of that content was, um, scheduled like, you know, crafted out into a sequence of okay you go from here to here, mm. structured is the word. Mm. You know, whereas this is really more a conversation between you and I in the context of, you know, the oh. confidence that we both occupy in each, in each other's lives, mm-hmm. which we feel the need to share, right? Not the even feel the need, but uh, enjoy the ability, enjoy the fact that we can. Like we could literally squash. Well, for this. me, I f- I feel the need to do it. Okay. Though I feel like, <gasps> what are people gonna say? Mm. But like, there is like it's the thing that you're saying. It's like, I feel like whenever I have been privy to conversations like these, like the situation that happened with like your spot yesterday, mm. where somebody just like pulled into Boroma Pegsy, and just like. You know, just shared about their life experiences, you mm. know. Mm. Mm. I've always felt like blessed to be in moments like those. I've always felt like, okay, you need to be attentive because this person is speaking from um, a place where the information coming from it is is meant to build, Yeah, you know. To say, I this is what I've, I this is what I've come to understand of life, in based on the experiences that I've had, so I've always really felt like blessed to be in the presence of conversations like those, and. But like how what they what they are about, the subject matter of conversations like these is what makes it like a tricky thing to you know, share with the world, you know, like, um, because then it's like you are in, inviting opinion to a space that you yourself are already conceiving is tricky to create for you, a space yeah. that is tricky for you to maintain, you know what I'm trying to say? But yeah, so it... it but it's at, at, the, at the end of the day, I feel like enough people will relate to it more than the people who will shit on it 
from the people who are automatically invited from you putting it out and promoting it. Um, so it's just like anything else. Like there's go always going to be people who talk shit no matter what you do. Mm. So, you know. Yeah, man. Um, what else did you have on your mind in the past few days? Hey man, listen. I still wanna. I still wanna. As I said, I still wanna have. Um, Cause you you told me a while ago to look into NFTs. Um, done a lot more of that recently. Um, so I still want us to have a financial episode, actually. So what? What specifically? Oh, everything. Like everything we can speak about from what we know and what we've heard about what we understand from cryptocurrency to um, stock trading investing commodities equities um, to nfts as we're, as we're speaking about finance digital analog fiat all of that that anything we can currently understand right now just speak about what's currently happening because it's the uh, it's the it's it's a very critical moment. It's a tipping point right now in the world, especially after COVID, um, and I think it's a conversation we need to engage in. Uh, it's I think it's a sector that Africa as a whole needs to engage in because you know a lot of the scales were shaken, so nobody's yeah. at the top right now. But the finance thing, like for me, it's not like even a conversation that like I want to start at the cryptocurrency level from a me perspective. It's like it's a it's at a personal money management level. Okay, well, that's a different thing for me, but okay. Mm. So maybe that's what I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, that's why I was just trying to 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 pick your brain, to say where your mind is on the question of finances, because I feel like things like cryptocurrency and all of that make more sense if they are aligned to something that you're already doing for yourself alone, not because you wanna get on get into this cryptocurrency and see what this cryptocurrency is. It's like a you are doing something specific for yourself and this cryptocurrency thing came up in your research or discovery about the thing that you are into. So, so what's an often, example of a thing you could do? So I, that's what I'm saying now. Like having control over your personal finances. Maybe I, I'm only coming from this because of my lived experience of it. Mm. To say I haven't bumped into cryptocurrency as a um, sole line of income, for example, as like an option to say, okay, uh, what can I get going? It's something that I've discovered now as like, you know, or oh, I'm coming from a different system as far as financing is concerned that has its own pitfalls. And I think there's things worth noting and highlighting from that space before going into this, because I think that is all new. Like the, that type of spaces yeah, yeah. is discovery. Yeah. 
And I think by the time you get there, you need to have a base understanding of what this was before it evolved into this new thing. Well, the thing is, I I said it's different what you were talking about, but it's it's all diff- it's only different because I can understand it in how it meshes with our, what I was talking about. Because money management and all the trading, for instance, mm. you gotta have money management skills. Mm. Otherwise, your damn ass is gonna lose money, almost mm. guaranteed. Mm. So, for me, what what I imagine for you it is when you're talking about you come from a different system it's like you were living the the part of like even having a, a financial advisor type thing mm. so yeah that's a, that's a whole different thing so like if that's so your that's trajectory to discovering stocks and 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 cryptocurrency is you know, you currently are a player in the existing, you know, uh, stocks and bonds game, whether you are investing with, you know, Alan Gray or whomever who then go buy shares mm. on your behalf on the in the trade. Mm. But you're, you, you're a passive participant. And that your money is participating, but you yourself are not actively making do you any decisions. Do you at least know the trades Alan Gray gives? Or whatever. No, you you, you get like an understanding because like th- it's translated to you at a this is an aggressive yeah aggressive uh, strategy right. Then this is like a long term strategy. So it's really the the but conversations the, are there. It's never there are ways in which to research even on your own. Yeah, what when like the what type of strategies this investment firm takes. And when they're taking these strategies, what type of companies they're, they're, they're inclined to... That's what I'm saying. So now, I'm saying, like, for me, it starts with being p- uh, actively invested in taking charge of your financial circumstances. Mm. Or your financial matters, not even just circumstances. Um, you know, wanting to be the one even if you're not doing it yourself, maybe this is an opportunity to, for me to see in the mirror if I'm just doing the same thing in a different space, to say, I feel the need to be able to do something myself and only then take the decision to outsource it to somebody else because I've decided that it makes more sense, whether financially, time-wise or whatever, for somebody else to be doing it instead of me doing it and not outsource it purely because I don't know. Because the cost of not knowing is always higher. Absolutely. You know what I'm trying to say? Than the cost of uh, choosing, I, to, choosing outsource. to outsource. Mm. So the fi- finances, I don't know, like in my experience, they've been such a, a um, abstract thing that you've always, that I've, I personally for a very long time have always felt like I would need help with them. Like, I, it's not something that, like, I can easily imagine myself handling myself for myself, by myself, and, like, you know, managing all of those things, making sure that I know what I need to do in order to optimize 
you know, my, 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 my tax returns and all of that stuff, like being the brain responsible mm-hmm. for, you know, making those decisions. So, uh, so maybe that's where my, my perspective was going to start from, from that experience of giving up control over decision making in these things and just losing a, 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 a level of understanding. Yes, like you said, there are ways you can get you can inform yourself, but you know, the thing about life is like you the reason money matters is because it buys you convenience, and convenience says to you, you don't have to think about it. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So it's like being in that situation where you can afford convenience, but convenience is only is only fine if it's perpetual. If you, if it's not something that will always be there, then it becomes a crippling thing for you when it's not available. But you are only used to an existence with that convenience being provided. Uh, true, all true. But certain mm. conveniences also mean that you lose out on the knowledge that you don't, you know, not doing it yourself means you lose out on the knowledge of doing mm. that. So, you know, certain things may be valuable more than others to know how to do. Um, and I definitely think in the world we're living in and heading towards, things like trading and investing and knowing stock and equities, at least knowing them before even investing and then drawing your own money, knowing the system and understanding at the very basic level even how things work i think it's at least it's it's like what they say with bitcoin it's at we're at the point where it's more irresponsible to not have any than to have any and for shit to all go bad Mm. it's way more irresponsible to not know anything about these things than to know your shit and maybe get to the point of trying and failing it's way more irresponsible to not do anything or not know about them. Mm. So and yeah, I mean, and really it's just a matter of like, well, in my experience, again, like, it's just a matter of doing it for me, but it's m- I don't assume that that's the case for everybody. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. And for some people, there's other things that are in the way between before getting to the point of actually just doing it. Absolutely. And like, you know, I've spoken to people like there uh, are people who I met at the current company that I work for who left to do this thing because they said, dude, in order for me to do this thing optimally, I must be paying attention to these fucking trades and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't half heart this shit because of the nature of what this thing is. So. And um, there's another the thing is that's the scariest thing. But that's just one version of it. Woodsy, that's what that's what people jump on to to I guess we'll get into this next time. But that's like day trading. Right? Mm. And day trading essentially is it's like Forex is the greatest example of day trading. Mm. Because you are keeping an eye on the on the currencies and what's rising, what's uh, falling and what impacts what. And you're betting on that. And that shit changes by the minute, by the second, by the hour, by the day. 
So that's why you have to keep an eye on it. And small changes could lose you or gain you a lot of money. Mm. Right? So, and that's usually, that's people who do, who want to do, uh, who want to get into trading to have it as a primary source. That's why it's important for them to be like, yo, I can't half-ass this. Because mm. I'm drawing money enough money for this to if it works out for for me to not need to do what's going to be distracting yeah so you know so it's like day trading but that's the that's that's uh that's one version one version that's the most dangerous that's the most uh i mean high risk high reward right that's the one that may uh honestly uh, um, um yield greatest results quickest Mm. that you can get rich in a day if you do the right trades at the right amounts right so yeah bro. an alternative to that is you can get broke in a fucking day no i'm saying alternative oh, to the other versions of that so what is that i don't know if what the other versions yeah. i think it's just so, like a so the other versions for instance is what we were saying when we're talking about things like ellen gray or easy equities Ellen Gray is where is is a, is a firm where you draw your money in. They give you strategies. Uh, depending on the strategy you 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 receive you take, you'll get uh, a different yield in um, profits. Because yeah. the more aggressive you go, you can get greater amounts of money, but you can lose more money as well. The more moderate you stay, you get some money. You stand to lose less money, but you you also stand to gain less money. Um, So that's how strategies work because they'll then invest in companies that will grow at different rates and at different times, all right, depending on the risk strategy. So that's Ellen Gray. You put your money in, they manage it for you, and they invest in what they invest in. You get a platform like Easy Equities that is now giving you the opportunity to invest in the stocks uh, that you like. Easy equities is equity. You invest in stock. Um, something like uh, MTN, MTN stock. Um, investing in Samsung stock. Investing in um, fucking Apple stock. Investing in, uh, you know. Mm. Mr. Price stock, mm. all of these things. So when that company does well, you can buy shares. Then like uh, like um, we can have we can take our company public or private. I still don't know which word it is to allow people to buy shares public. into the company public, right? Take our company public, and then people buy shares in our shares. We come into the market. Our company comes in at a hundred bucks uh, a share people are allowed to buy shares into that so you buy 600 shares for that'll be what 6,000 right for instance and then we get endorsements all of a sudden we get endorsements they give us new equipment they give us a studio to work in and they give us budget to get any guests we want and then our shit gets booming because our YouTube numbers is running up Uh, uh, we're getting downloads our endorsements are growing. We're getting money. We're getting paid to be on. Our company grows. It's doing better. It's getting revenue. That means our stock and share price grows. 
now we're growing from 100 bucks to 120 150 that's gonna be a what 50 percent growth to 150 right mm. that means the people who invested their money their money has grown by 50 percent because mm. the share price has gone by 50 percent so that's how you make a profit but there. what's the difference between easy equities and day trading easy equities how long would everything that i just described take us for us to be noticed by uh sponsors get the sponsors for them to hook us up with the studios hook us up with the budget for us to then get the guests we want and get the the shows we the type of show setup we want for that show setup to produce the numbers we want for us to start making money for that type of money and revenue to start impacting the company for the company to then be evaluated at a greater point. How much time does that take? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not going to happen over a few weeks even. That's going to be a few months at the very least. Right? So okay. that's, it takes maybe eight months for us to raise the price of our company by 50%. Right. So our our investors will only get their return, of inv- or return on investments of 50% in six months. Mm. Day trading, they could have put the same money in the right stock today and the US dollar becomes greater by 0.06%. And for them, it means $25,000 more in their account today, now. But you so, said you so are, if you're betting on the stocks, so what does it look like? No, the, 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 investing, but you investing, yes, you're investing, yes, on stock, you invest that you are betting that this company will do well. So I'm willing to invest in it. If it does well, my share price in the company uh, rises with it. If it, if the company starts sucking, if like they change a CEO, the CEO uh, um, resigns, like when Steve Jobs left Apple that impacted you when when Bill Gates left Microsoft there was an impact mm. so if the company starts doing bad your price your money goes down with the price mm. but the good thing about stock is that you still own that stock you still own that amount of stock that doesn't go away it's just that that stock is worth shit mm. But if something great happens to that company, if they get a bailout and the share price starts rising again, your mm. money rises again. You still own that stock. Unlike day trading, if this shit goes down, your money's gone. But don't you still own the stock? It's not like it's not stock. Uh, uh, um, what's it called? Is it commodities? I'm not sure. But the the trading currencies, forex trading. It's not stock. It's 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 betting. It's betting. I'm betting this much money that this shit is gonna go up, or rather, I'm putting this much money in this position. If it goes up, depending on how much it goes up, I I I, I gain. When you say this position, you're saying the value of a currency. Yes. Specifically, trading currency. Yes. So. The rand, the dollar is worth 15 rands, two cents, I think, right now. Something like that, right? So my position comes in there, 15 rand, two cents, at $100. The thing is, I'm not, Forex is the last one I'm, I'm, I'm yet to get, so I don't yet understand the full 
effects of losing Guti. Immediately I go and send how much have you actually lost mm. in percentage. I'm not sure about that type. Um, but it's that if Forex is that, Guti, if it goes to 1450 suddenly, that means the dollar's lost almost 60 cents in value. Um, your money's gone. Mm. Your bet lost. You put it on black and it came out red. Mm. You know? Type thing. You don't own any stock in it type thing. Um, the only beautiful thing is if you put a lot of money in and it rises from 15 rand 2 cents to 15 rand 20, you can make a lot of money. Mm. So, so like, that maybe for me, that's what I like, the literacy of like that, the difference between like stock and currencies and commodities and, and you yeah. know commodities and because like that like the betting on currencies it's mm. is betting on 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 what on governments on well or i guess but countries it's, it's, it's countries like the economic powers of countries yes because you can understand I mean, the the the. Because like, the, if the we were fighting, who would be the the warriors? Maybe that's what I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> right? Because it's the it's the whole country. Because you can understand something like, um, let's say, uh, Germany, uh, or rather, let me say, BMW is about to launch a new re- BMW and Mercedes are about to compete in launching new ranges of electric cars, for mm. instance, right? What does that mean for the country? That means that in this climate where electric cars are uh, what people are all evolving into, if the two of the giants in, in, mo- in the motoring industry start going head to head, firstly, that means they'll escalate their excellence quicker because they're competing with each other. Umi keeper in a range at 300 kilometers, laser full keep at 350 to beat it. This one will have to come back quicker. So things will get better quicker. And then what does that mean for Germany to have the leading uh, uh, car manufacturers in the new leading car industry, which is electric uh, cars? That means that the German economy is going to gain from that. So you can bet on the German uh, currency right now mm. to go up. So something and it's, like it's that. Got, yeah, okay. Nothing to even do with the government. It's the country and what it's producing and how it's going. So that's part of forex trading. You look at things like those. Mm. But again, it's really, really tricky. Forex is the trickiest one. It's the highest risk, highest reward, I believe. Yeah, man. Niggas is always hustling for the money. Yeah, man. So <laughs> these are conversations we need to have. So it's, it's worth a full episode, I believe. Because now there's a lot more I still need to read into and research so I can come and present it properly. But, you know, it's really, really interesting because we're all trying to make money. And a lot of us now, we're at the stages where we have some disposable income. Things like easy equities are beautiful because you can start with 20 bucks. Mm. It There's no minimum whatever. And your 20 bucks can grow into 400 rand if you put it in the right place and wait. Mm. but yeah you know we'll talk about it it's been a tough episode oh man it's cold it's chilly in the evening in Uh, the morning 
It's the motherfucking morning. <laughs> I don't know what evening you imagine. It's the AMs right now. It's the motherfucking AMs. Um, yeah, man. I don't know how to, you know, like tag this with like, with like uh, podcast tags. You know, like uh, I don't know how to address the listener in this conversation. Hey, bro. Sometimes, absentia. sometimes you ain't gotta even worry about the listener, bro. Cause yeah. that's the thing. Sometimes podcasts, some podcasts you're privy to be able to witness this conversation it's like it's like you that's what i'm asking to say is that not self-absorbed <laughs> right? it is but the, no it's not self-absorbed brother the idea it's, that people like no, it's are you, going to listen it's like so when someone leaves a camera open a recording and they have the dopest fucking conversation and then they're like, oh shit the shit was recording the whole time oh shit and then they post it because it just so happened to be recording and this was a dope fucking epi- uh, conversation. We offer that. And then when we do, we offer that daily. It's just that we don't always have dope conversations, mm. but the service is always there. And then when we do have dope conversations, it's going to be all that much more of them that we barely see our kids. Because yeah. we aim to have dope conversations to offer. It just may not always hit the high point, but I think we hit it more often than not. So it's a good record. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's it's also um, it's it, the world that we live in now. There's like very little separation between like Hollywood and real life, television and real life, on oh, the yeah. screen and real life. So. I actively have moments of like feeling like I need to talk about the difference between the two, even if it's just to like refresh my memory of like which side of this mirror is 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 real and which side is like uh, you know maybe not real. Um, but is it different for you? Because I feel like imagine this: I have a two-part to this type of analogy I think imagine if back in the day when people had bonfires and sat around the fire and shared stories you know they shared those stories so that the people who are listening here can share those stories Mm. imagine if you could just have mics back then and video recording and you could share it to a wider audience at once it's like, what it, I mean, the only anxiety about being vulnerable, if mm-hmm. the word is, mm-hmm. and then putting that vulnerable space out, is that the only reason I'm 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 able to have this conversation is because this space between me and you is that. As a safe space, you know. Yeah. So when you then do more than when you when then you extend this out to the world it almost feels like to me all the rules that like apply to music and then people say oh well if you make music once you put it out it's not yours anymore it's a it's a it's a it's a or you have no power control over how people feel about it you just gotta all of that jazz yeah yeah so it's like 
intentionally, you know, um, putting on record your experience of learning more about yourself, right? Mm. Especially in, in an environment where the platforms where these things exist are predominantly, or from my experience, are used to uh, um, it's like a vault for when I need something to go against to entertain and distract mm, 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 mm. maybe yeah it's more it's more that it's, you know yeah so so this is the thing I feel like you feel in some type of way A because you haven't done this shit in a while B and these are not A or it's A and B um, B because we got into a vulnerable space more than a, we got into a vulnerable personal and emotional space more than um, any argument we could have had because we've had arguments here on the mic where we've spoken about the same things like is it worth putting out and the conclusion was this is how people communicate and the whole point of what we're trying to do is to showcase how people can communicate to one another as at the end of the day we all need to as we're trying to hotbox the planet so we can all speak and communicate and talk to each other so we can gain the greatest form of understanding within each other that we can so we can hopefully quit all of this rah-rah bullshit around the world yeah um yeah, well, listen, the reality of it for somebody who concedes that this too is a new experience for me is discomfort. And the Absolutely. only way that I know to deal with that is to acknowledge it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm. I, yeah, acknowledging that discomfort is part of it. Mm. It's part of the conversation. Mm. It's part of the communication. Mm. It's all a part of it. That's why you don't discount one over the other mm. so it's part of it when people if people can hear us arguing and talking over each other and not getting along they can also understand these moments of why we get along or part of why uh, we can take it to the argumentative stages because we can also take it here mm. so we need to curate the vibe for this shit so that a nigga because if I'm want, uh, listening to this shit at like 3 in the afternoon in a taxi, we, <laughs> we need to find a way to like, you know, make to translate the vibes to the listener. So that if you, it's like, you know, when you listen to music and you start it, you're like, nope, I'm going to put this for later when I'm in a particular setting, mm -hmm. you know. But that's the thing for podcasts, I believe. But we're still going to be doing a lot more of that as we're planning to be a lot more mobile. Um, but for me, music doesn't change. That album will always be that album. You go to that album and you feel like that album. Mm. I rarely have episodes like that with podcasts where I want to repeat that episode because I feel like that. 
uh, the only episodes I've repeated were really, really informative episodes. Entertaining episodes, I've enjoyed and I've got it out because it's such a long-form discussion that you get to enjoy and digest the fact that you're enjoying and having a great fucking time. Roll another J. Smoke this shit. The podcast is still going. You're enjoying it and it ends and that's good. So... I agree with curating the vibes, but because the vibes won't always be the same, maybe what I'm trying to say is we shouldn't look to the same curation. Yeah. Yeah, no, man, listen. Um, I'm, I've always been a fan of a conversation and I've always believed that, like, it does have a, a unifying value. Mm. Um... Uh, I think it's it's a it's a hell of a time, man. It's a hell of a time to be able to put this out to the world, you yeah, know. Uh, you know, I have conversations with friends on WhatsApp saying, "Oh, y'all niggas, you know, talk about some, you know, uh, the same shit that I say." When I say somebody calling me and just like sharing, mm. yeah. Um, so it's 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 a mind fuck in that like you do have examples of you, you know, getting it right, but your mind is more attached to the examples of you not getting it right or maybe this is what I feel like because like the more of the conversation I have the more examples of me getting it right that I can you know think of imagine like you know even feedback from my world the so people. have you have you had negative feedback at some point that we talk about shit that's too personal or we go too deep or we stay too long on topics or anything like that that might give you anxiety about speaking about something or putting it out no it's like I've always like I've avoided putting myself in a situation where I have to like explain myself so it's never it's never really about the conversation between me and you it's like the outside knowledge of like the reason why uh, we've got the setup is to put, you know what I'm trying to say? Uh, yeah, it's like that. So if someone questions you about something you said. Yeah, like feeling like because you put it out, you are obligated to now play Well, the ball thing is, and, you're not you know, obligated to just anybody. A motherfucker can't just meet you in the street. Hey, I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> so what you meant when you said this about your mom and pops? Who the fuck are you, nigga? No, I mean, I get don't what you got from the show. That's that's the role you play here. But then, if your sister asks you, like, "Yo, so you really went through this and this when you were younger?" I didn't know. Tell me more about it. That's a different thing, mm -hmm. you know. So it, it it it's it's yes, we put out our our more vulnerable sides, but peop most people can just get that from the show and really don't have any angle to poke anything more from it mm. and then the people who do will do it sensitively because they understand and know you that's why they have merit to 
us getting home or engage that deeply. So I don't know. I don't ever stress about it. And for me again, mean I bruh when when Charlemagne talks about live your truth so people don't use it against you, I really, really believe in that shit. I've had a lot of embarrassing things in my life, a lot of fucked up things in my life. But I'm slowly but surely accepting more and more of them. And it's empowering. Because I know it feels like taking more and more weapons away from your enemy. Even an unknown enemy, your own anxieties. Mm. And it feels comforting when you have all the nukes. And you disband, you ban the rest of the world from having any nukes. It's like, alright, cool, I can live like this. It's cool. I'm not planning to use them. But if I own all of the nukes, then I know you can't harm me. Mm. Type thing. So, you know, living my truth has been really, really empowering. And I'm not even done going through all of the bullshit and embarrassing things. I still got a lot of things people don't know about me that I don't reveal. Because I'm not ready to live through them myself. But, you know, start somewhere and you'll get there. So I say that to say I don't fear putting my shit out because it's my shit. It's mm. true to me, no matter who says what. It's like, bro, like I'm, I'm. If you imagine like the 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 captains from Bleach, mm-hmm. there's that nigga. I think uh, uh, I'm not gonna try to pronounce his name, who doesn't look like he's a captain. He's just always like doing some shit on the side. And then, well I don't know, reading a book, I think he is. The is lazy nigga. Yeah. Who wears a pink kimono. Is he the one that wears a pink pink kimono? Is isn't the other one that like doesn't wear a kimono a, a komsai but he's a captain most of the time. He wears like a, a, a straw hat. Yeah, same nigga. That's he has two nigga. swords. He has two swords, right? Yes. Yeah, same nigga has a pink kimono. Like I feel like sometimes he just he doesn't dress in Captain Regalia because, like, he doesn't want to draw attention to himself. Like, if some shit is fucked up that I'm seeing, then I'm going to, like, <laughs> but, like, ordinarily, I'm just trying to stay low-key, live my life, not have to, like, you know. But you still understand that he's still a captain. He still has a whole squad reporting to him. He still gives orders. He still has to sign executive decisions sign off on executive decisions he still runs a whole yeah the niggas that need to know need no it's not like that's it that's it that's it so for me it's part of it if you still have things if rather because we all do we have things we don't engage in or let out to the public so if one of those things for you that you feel that strongly about comes out on the show you can you have every right to either stop me directly or find a way to curve a way around it or find a way to indicate that you're uncomfortable going that far with that uh, in that direction or whatever it is because then we can have a conversation off the mic later if need be or um or if you uncomfortable talking about it at all then it doesn't come up whatever so for me it's it's being actively aware of what you sign off on to be on the mic. Okay. And what is that? Whatever it is for you. Where does your where do you draw the line? To wherever wherever you draw the line. 
Because I can't tell you what you're comfortable with and what you're not. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, um, uh, taking up a, a stance and playing the role at different activities. Like, you, 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 you spoke to, like, the ideology behind doing this. And then in doing it, you then discover what like it requires of you to, you know. And then now in the middle of doing it, you have to decide, okay, the the exercise that I'm trying to achieve requires A, B, and C from me. Uh, do I feel like up to the task to, you know, go through that? And yeah, bruh, it's like... Um, it's definitely like a something that like doesn't give me ease. I don't think it is natural to have to or to find yourself in a situation where you have to process that much feedback from the universe. And I feel like there's something counterintuitive about shining that much like of a light on yourself. Well, I think it's crazy because it's still... Because it creates like a... like I feel like it creates a space of white noise. Mm. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? I feel like low-key is good for peace of mind. And the further you move from that, the, 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 the more complicated your relationship with peace of mind becomes. And I feel like if I'm alive, then like my peace of mind matters probably... You know, very high up there, because it's where I can make the decide the, the 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 decision to sacrifice to take an L. You understand? Absolutely. That peace of mind is everything. Yeah, right? bro. Like, but here's another thing. You're not always, or at least right now, we're not at the age where peace of mind is our greatest, or should be our greatest aspiration and ambition. Peace of mind is the greatest life aspiration in totality, in general, at the end. But I feel like right now, what you give up for peace of mind is the hustle. So you got to make sure that you don't need to hustle when you engage in peace of mind for the longest, which is best. So you got to be actively done with the hustle. So that's what like retirement is. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, I don't want to phrase it as retirement because we've come to understand retirement in your 60s, 50s at the very least. And your peace of mind should be achieved at least from mid-30s for the rest of your life. True peace of mind. Right now, because we're at the age of hustling, it forces us, even if we weren't engaging publicly, which we are, which changes the whole game. It's a whole new ball game when you engage publicly. Your services are, we're not even like plumbers who can be hired by anyone in the public. We are throwing our shits in platforms where the public can comes and picks and comments and leaves opinions and engages it, right? Mm. So it's a whole new ball game. But yeah, because that's our hustle, we got to understand it as part of that. And that's what I'm saying. The jarring effect of seeing a conversation of this nature as a hustle that you gotta flip 
because it then means I have to um, draw attention to it. But not in the conversation itself. You draw attention to the conversation, not in the conversation. Like, we don't aim to try to be entertaining to grab as many people as we can't because entertainment is what's popping in the conversation. We try to dress it up. We put good intros around it. We put music. That's what we draw attention to. But the conversation is pure. If someone appreciates the conversation for what it is, that's the people we are drawing it out there to. Anyway, I've been holding. Ah, I don't think anybody's ever ended the podcast with saying good night. Hey, good night, good morning, motherfuckers. You know, uh, we hope that you are beautiful. Hey, I'm always talking to myself. Yeah, I started making music by myself. Yeah, I couldn't stop believing in myself. Yeah, I've been always humble to myself. Yeah, I'm always talking to myself. Yeah, serious conversations to myself. Yeah, I set a competition to myself. Yeah, I always stay committed to myself. Yeah, okay, I gave my heart away, now I'm hurt. Like, sometimes I just hate the way I am, cause I'm too soft. People seem to take their own advantage, cause my heart will. Now I'm feeling frozen, I don't think I have a heartbeat. But I learned. People don't care how you feel, how you live. People don't care how you been, that's for real. People don't care, they just treat you like shit. Yeah. You don't get me, man. You don't. Uh, uh, you don't feel me, man. You don't. Uh, uh, you don't get me, man. You don't. Yeah. You don't get me, man. You don't. Uh, uh, you don't feel me, man. You don't. Producer, cause I gotta get recording. Keep my circle small, cause all these other niggas boring. I'm just focused on releasing videos and touring. I swear to God, I'm on it. I swear to God, I'm on it. I just make some cash and I don't even need to show it. Go ahead and laugh, but I don't think you know I'm blowing. Do this for myself and I don't need nobody on me. I need nobody on me. Yeah. You don't get me, man. You don't. Uh, uh, you don't feel me, man. You don't. Man, you don't, uh, uh, you don't feel me, man.